You're listening to the Quince podcast. In what can be called as major plot twist in Tamil Nadu politics, ousted former chief of ruling AIA-DMK VK Sasikala, who was released from Bengaluru jail on 27 January and was widely expected to take control of her own party, the AMMK, and contest in the upcoming assembly elections in Tamil Nadu, announced that she would be stepping aside from politics and public light on 3rd March. In a press release issued last evening, Sasikala, the closest aide to the late former Chief Minister Jayalalitha, asked supporters of AIA-DMK to stand united and fight against the DMK in the assembly elections slated to take place on 6 April. In her statement, she said, and I quote, All true followers of Jayalalitha need to act with wisdom to ensure the DMK that Amma, identified as our common enemy, is kept out of power. While her exit may help the AIA-DMK in the polls, it has certainly given a jolt to her nephew, T.T. Dinakaran, whose party, AMMK, is also contesting in the elections. The surprise move comes as the central leadership of the BJP, which is allied with the AIA-DMK in the poll-bound state, has been mounting pressure on the AIA-DMK to work with Sasikala and the AMMK as well. So in today's episode, we'll discuss in detail who Sasikala is, her exit from politics, what it means for AIA-DMK, the AMK, and how will this move affect the upcoming elections. For today's episode, I spoke to Samant Raman, who is a senior journalist and political analyst, and also to Nicola Henry, South Bureau Chief for The Quint. You're tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Imad. So, hi, Nicola. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Imad, for having me. So... Tell me about Sasikala. Why is she important to Tamil Nadu politics and what's her influence like? Sasikala, um, to understand current uh, situation of Sasikala, we should look at what she went through as a person and a political leader in the past. Sasikala was uh, former Chief Minister Jayalalitha's close aide. Uh, she was a close friend of hers public places uh, and uh, she also used to share um, a lot of political conversations with her is what is known um, but she never entered the politics when Jayalalitha was the chief minister uh, in 2016 Jayalalitha passed away and that is when Shashikala made a public political entry it was necessary at that point of time because at that time uh, the AIA DMK was in shambles. Party did not have a proper leader to guide it. Though it was in power, they wanted uh, somebody to hold the position of a leader and guide the party cadre in the upcoming Lok Sabha elections. So what Shashikala did was to take up the mantle at that time. But there were infightings within the AMK and the current chief minister Edapadi K. Palagini Swami. The current chief minister Edapadi K. Palagini Swami and his aide, O. Panir Selvam, conspired against her and uh, decided to uh, oust her from the party itself. Can you talk about uh, like the atmosphere that the AIA DMK presented or put put in place to oust her as well? Yeah, so um, uh, EPS and OPS are two characters who uh, 
ஜெயலலிதா EPS and OPS were on uh, two separate uh, and opposing um, factions but when it came to Shashikala being ousted they they came together and decided to um, make her step down oh. because they felt that she is going to usurp um, the power and the cadre which is there at the party to her own advantage and to mm. her family advantage so uh, eps led something called the dharma yuddham he said that okay. this um, this is a righteous war against shashikala because she does not uh, follow the um, ideals of jayalalitha and that oh. she is only upper in the party okay so that is why an atmosphere was created where she had to step down she was sacked from aadmk and mm. shortly after she formed a party with her nephew ttv dinakaran and yes. the party was amma makkal munnetra kadagam or ammk so um, once that party was formed um, everybody expected shashikala to be its leader and start campaigning um, and all that but what eventually happened was uh, that she just remained just like she was uh, with jayalalitha as a force from behind mm. uh, she remained in the background as a moral force for ttv ttv dinakaran and uh, decided to uh, support him in his political career mm. just like she did with jalalta can you talk about yeah. her arrest what led to her arrest as well so jalalta and shashikala were implicated in a disproportionate assets case but soon after uh, jalalta died this case was resurrected and Shashikala, um, who has been pleading in different courts for her uh, acquittal, did not win a case in Supreme Court and she was convicted in the disproportionate uh, assets case. Mm-hmm. So that is when she was sent to the prison uh, in 2017. Okay. okay, so how long was her imprisonment for? Uh, because I, I believe that she got an early release, right? yeah she her imprisonment was was for four years and it is mm. interesting because uh, though she had founded a party and supported ttv dinakaran uh, mm-hmm. she could not uh, enjoy any of the anything which came uh, came with uh, the successful launch of a party uh, mm-hmm. because she was incarcerated for four years and ttv yeah. dinakaran Well, it did not um, for, um, take the activities of the party, uh, even though mm-hmm. he was making only a few statements here and there about the party. Uh, mm-hmm. The political prospects of AMMK did not seem very real till Shashikala was um, uh, Shashikala got re- released from uh, the prison uh, mm-hmm. in. Uh, Uh, 2021 yeah she got and, released in january 2021 i think 27 january yeah. is i think the exact date i believe 27 right? january 2021 yeah, yeah. yeah. what was the release like because there were a lot of reports as well that she did that yeah. she did like a long 23 hour journey from the bangalore jail all the way to tamil nadu and she was met with a lot of uh, uh, processions as well and a lot of cheer and celebrations 
So what was that coming, uh, her coming home like after four years almost? The moment Shashikala uh, was released, there was a political moment uh, in Tamil Nadu, which reverberated mm. all the way from Bangalore to Tamil Nadu and Chennai. Uh, that was because once she uh, accepted the prison, she traveled in a car with an AIA DMK flag. Now, Shashikala doesn't mm. have the right over the AIA DMK flag because yes. uh, she's no longer the general secretary of AIA DMK and she had already mm-hmm. found founded her own party and the party had won one seat as well yeah. uh, but she used the AIA DMK flag to uh, convey a political statement that mm-hmm. she's very much there and that she belongs to the AIA DMK family and that she may contest uh, along with AIA DMK mm-hmm. in the 2021 assembly elections so the moment mm-hmm. she stepped out of prison she Uh, just by a simple gesture of uh, of getting into a car, literally just getting into a car, that she made that simple yes, gesture. Okay. Yeah. Yes, it became a political moment. Shashikala could not have contested uh, in, in an election because even now she is not allowed um, uh, because of the disproportionate assets case uh, to contest in any public office. So mm-hmm. it was anyway TTV Dinakaran uh, who would have contested, but the question was whether uh, AMMK will merge with AIA DMK or whether mm-hmm. um, they will uh, contest separately, thereby cutting the AIA DMK's vote. How was Mr. Dinakaran's reaction to her getting into a car with the AIA DMK? So, what was was there any political reaction or a backlash from that as well? Oh, the teacher, it was no, his... TTV Dinakaran actually took it rather well. TTV Dinakaran oh. took it rather well uh, and never commented about uh, her using the um, AIA DMK flag. Hmm. So it um, it was almost as if, you know, AMMK as a party was um, uh, giving uh, some sort of a signal to AIA DMK saying that okay. hey, we we are here and we are ready for talks if you, if at all you want us to come to the table so yeah. but that did not um, work out because AIMK's mm-hmm. leaders VPS and OPS were both adamant that Shashikala will not be recalled into the party mm-hmm. uh, that's because they did create a political uh, spectacle out of her removal from the party so if they went back on their word uh, they would have ended up as fools, you know, in, in front of a public yeah. who are closely watching uh, the, their equations with Shashikala. So they decided, they issued public statements which said that Shashikala will not be inducted back into the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, uh, this was even after Shashikala issued a statement saying that she's interested in uh, holding talks with AIA DMK, that she wanted to uh, see whether there can be some sort of an alliance which can be formed with AIA DMK. And that did not work out uh, because EPS and OPS both um, were adamant that she will not be recalled. And it is in this mm-hmm. context that Shashikala's um, decision, the current decision of uh, quitting active politi- politics and public life, it's in this context that it has come into uh, play. So uh, she tried her best. What what, what we are being told um, is that um, Shashikala did her best to come to uh, an understanding with AIA DMK. Now she's dejected. 
so she yeah. has decided to yeah. give it all up uh, oh. so here there is a posturing uh, where she is projecting herself as a uh, as a victim a victim who mm-hmm. lost her friend first a victim who went to the prison um for an uh, disproportionate assault case uh, in which her friend jayalalitha was also a party at one uh, and uh, a victim who who got rejected a victim who got rejected uh, by aia dmk all over again this a uh, victim who she has been projecting and uh, it is very important to know uh, that a political victimhood is really appreciated as a public spectacle so uh, that's where uh, shashikala is an uh, is at an advantage here even though she has stepped aside from active politics it's ironic but it is well played so given how important shashikala has been to the aia dmk and also to her own party as well is the timing of her announcement to exit politics peculiar given that state elections are little over a month away according to suman raman who is a senior journalist and also a political analyst for tamil nadu politics the announcement has been building up for the past few months and is not a sure shot retirement from politics see this has been building up for some time this is not a very sudden announcement or some decision that was taken uh, you know yesterday afternoon or something Mm-hmm. um ever since she came out of prison after completing her uh, sentence um she had a very triumphant return uh, uh, with a 23 hour journey by road from bangalore to chennai mm-hmm. but after that she has hardly been seen in public she has not made any statement except a very brief statement on jailalitha's uh, birthday on uh, 24 february other than that we have not heard from shashikala at all and the fact that she was not meeting um you know other political uh, leaders and so on until the 24th uh, and even then only a few um, of the smaller party um, leaders went and met her nobody from the aia dmk went no minister uh, met her no senior leader met her so i think that all of that pointed to um the fact that she was not going to um destabilize the aia dmk before the elections now even this decision of hers i see is a conditional decision i don't think it is a permanent retirement from politics she uses the term i will step aside she has not said she is retiring from politics in tamil mm. the two are different words and um basically my expectation is she would you know weigh the pros and cons after the elections are over and then take a call if the aia dmk wins then the possibility of her come back from her are very remote but if the aia dmk loses then uh, obviously um, you know all bets are off and she could you could see her come back but this was not a sudden decision there's been pressure mounting on her most likely from the bjp for the last uh, at least a couple of months now for her nephew tt dinakaran sasikala's announcement came as an obvious shock because minutes after sasikala decided to quit he told the media outside her residence that he did not agree with her decision he said and i quote i tried to speak to her and convince her i told her this is unnecessary now and requested her to remain in politics i delayed the release of her statement for about 30 minutes but i cannot stop her from taking a personal decision can i Mr Dinakaran further stated that her exit may be a move to call for unity between the AIA DMK and his own party the AMMK stating and I quote she Sasikala 
could be thinking that the party is not united right now and that she'll step aside for the time being if it helps to unite everyone. According to Mr. Raman, Sasikala's absence will cost AMMK some supporters since the party is now missing the crucial Sasikala factor. Well, uh, for the AMMK, now uh, one expects that many of the um, second-rung leaders of the party would probably head towards the AIA-DMK and those who have irreconcilable differences may trot over to the DMK. So that is something that is likely to happen. But uh, I think for Mr. Dinakaran, he is now in a, in a, in a very difficult situation because, see, uh, for whatever um, it is worth, Mrs. Sashikala was the um, moving force behind the AMMK because Mr. Dinakaran was not even a member of the AIA-DMK when uh, uh, Ms. Jailalitha died. She, he had been expelled long ago and uh, he had nothing to do with the party and she made sure that he had nothing to do with the party as long as she was alive. So this whole issue of Mr. Dinakaran coming back to the AIA-DMK only started after the death of Jailalitha. So for him, without Sashikala to just go and say, vote for me, I am the AIA-DMK, I mean, it, it will not wash at all with the people. So he is now in a very difficult situation. And um, the only thing that really surprised me was that he was not in the loop, it seems, as to her sudden decision. Because he was talking vaguely of a possibility of an alliance with the AIA-DMK for the election. But I don't think he quite foresaw or was fully in the loop that, that yesterday uh, his aunt was going to uh, announce uh, her exit from the uh, political scene, at least for now. So he is in a very difficult spot now. And what happens to him will be very interesting to watch. But what does her exit mean for the opposition, the DMK, who were hoping to benefit from the power tussle between AIA, DMK and AMMK? Well, a source in the party told the Quinn that the DMK was shocked by the announcement and further stated, and I quote, One of the key factors that we had in mind while strategically planning our election campaigns was this, the Sasikala factor. We are confident that the DMK has a great chance at winning this election, but this factor gave us some leverage. But our credibility and our relationship with our alliance parties will help us win anyway. According to Mr. Raman, Sasikala's exit has turned the state elections on its head and will certainly impact the vote bank in South Tamil Nadu. There are two um, broad uh, impacts politically. One is the actual vote numbers. So Sashikala and Dinakaran, um, the AMMK factions, they together, they have a vote share of um, around, around 4 to 5%. Now, people could argue it's 3%, somebody could say it's 7%, but generally around the 5% mark. But the importance of that 5% is that it is concentrated in Southern Tamil Nadu. The Southern part of the state is where the AIA-DMK definitely or rather desperately needs to do well in this election if it needs to retain power. The South and the West, the West of course is the AIA-DMK stronghold. And uh, last time they won 47 out of uh, the 59 seats in that belt. That is why they won the election in 2016. But they yeah. also need the South. So in the South, in about at least 20 constituencies, AMMK could easily end up with 10% plus vote. That could mean the difference between victory and defeat. Mm -hmm. So that would now switch, that vote would now switch to the unified, uh, to the AIA-DMK. So that's a huge plus for them. But more importantly, from the perception battle in the run-up 
look couple of months ago people were saying that this is a, a foregone conclusion the dmk is going to sweep this poll the question is you know how big is the margin going to be yes in just two months this election seems to have you know turned on its head now and uh, with the unification of the aia dmk vote um, bank as it were uh, with them more or less having got their alliance in place with the confusion which at this moment still reigns vis-a-vis the dmk congress alliance this election now looks absolutely open and this is looking like a tight race the personal popularity of the chief minister as well so the perception is also an important factor it's not just that that 5% vote alone is going to make a huge impact it's also the perception that the aia dmk is now together and um, they are taking on the the dmk uh, front so it, it is it is very significant uh, as far as um, mr eps is concerned as mr ramad said the perception of the aia dmk as unified is significant to put a fight against the dmk which does bring up the question is an alliance actually possible between the two factions on 2nd march when mr dinakaran was asked if he was okay to be in an alliance with the aia dmk and the bgp to defeat the dmk he said and i quote we will accept anyone who accepts our leadership any party that opposes dmk and does not want the dmk to come to power can come to our leadership and we will hold talks with them however according to mr raman the aia dmk has made it very clear that they do not want mr dinakaran in the party and the issue of alliance revolves around his role look if you ask me this question dinakaran uh, amk minus mr dinakaran i would have said most certainly i mean there would be a merger like tomorrow there's no there's no problem at all okay the issue is what what is to be done uh, about mr dinakaran so the aia dmk is very clear that they do not want him in the party and uh, mm. uh, you know but without mr dinakaran the aia dmk has no problems with almost anybody else in the everybody else in the amk so the issue has to be looked at in two uh, ways one if there is an exodus from the ammk over the next few days and some of those members are given tickets by the aia dmk now that could be a very significant move which means that the ammk effectively will cease to be an electoral force even before this election if uh, the uh, if mr dinakaran is able to keep his flock together for the next 10 days then it becomes interesting because then it means that the ammk still exists i mean not not just on paper but whether they will have uh, uh, an impact in terms of vote share is different but at least there will be a rump of a party which is able to contest the polls so over the next two weeks my gut feel is we could see an exodus from the ammk towards the aia dmk and that could actually determine uh, which way um, you know whether there's going to be a merger or whether mr dinakaran is is left with the no option but to uh, you know go on his own which means that he will cease to be a significant electoral force now sasikala's exit has certainly made every party set up straight and reevaluate their political strategies for the upcoming elections if the aia dmk and the bjp win Sasikala's self-imposed political sabbatical may extend longer and she would need to sit at the sidelines for a few more years to make her next move. I discussed with Mr. Raman if her exit was a calculated move or a very big gamble. Um about 2 months ago a very close aide of uh, Sasikala somebody who was very um closely associated with her for long came mm. and uh, uh, gave me a piece of information he said uh, I will assure you that she is not going to be 
inactive politics until the elections. Now, I actually said that out on a couple of uh, television debates that she is not going to be in active politics. And then uh, her return from Bangalore with the whole lot of political fanfare changed everything. You know, everybody said, yes. oh, she's back and she's going to be a big force. So a lot of us felt that maybe the information that was communicated to us was not quite accurate. Mm. But it seems to have been in hindsight. Look, there are, I don't know, 700 crores, 800 crores worth of assets that have been seized by the um, IT, ED, etc. Uh, and cases are still in um, uh, in progress against her and uh, Mr. Dinakara. So, you know, the leverage of the, of the center in pushing those cases um, is, is something that could have been one of the factors that she may have considered while uh, uh, taking this decision. Uh, my gut feel is if the AIA-DMK alliance wins this election and the AIA-DMK is back in power, then I honestly don't see a, uh, a way back for her. Because mind you, she's also nearing 70. Now, if the DMK comes to power and the AIA-DMK suffers a bad defeat, then yes, there could be an outside chance that she could stake a claim again. But the big problem for her, even in that um, scenario, is that she is not a mass leader. So she cannot, you know, swing 50 constituencies on the strength of her own charisma or whatever. And she is still intensely disliked by many, especially women, uh, who hold her somehow morally responsible for uh, not taking care of Jailalita in her last days and so on. So I think that there is a lot of anger against her still. So I can't see her uh, emerging as a huge charismatic leader. But stranger things have happened. But if the AIA-DMK alliance wins the election, I honestly can't see a way for her back. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to The Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website. And for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint website and check out our other podcasts. 